what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. It's time for the Brothers in Tech Suggestions episode, where Brian and I both give a tech-related recommendation. Could be an app, could be a website, could be a gadget tool of some sort, but something that we want to recommend to you, the audience. In this week's episode, we actually have two each, so double the bits on this week's Brothers in Tech episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.TV podcast network. My name is Alan Jackson. I am a media producer and consultant out here on the east coast of the United States and beautiful western North Carolina. And then I'm looking on the screen and I'm seeing my my true brother in tech all the way across the country on the mm-hmm. west coast out in the Portland, Oregon area. It's my brother, Brian Jackson. Brian how you doing? Good, good. Lucky you, right? You're looking at me on your screen. I'm filling up your large screen ahead of you. I, um, I keep you in a very small window. Yeah. <laughs> very, well, very you, small. you don't want to be distracted. No, I get no, it. You I have a very, very small yeah. window, like just barely enough to notice that you are there. Yeah. I don't need to see. Can you see this? Is that, I, I mean, can, can you barely see you making a, a sign with your finger, but I don't know. I can't tell what it is. I can't tell which finger it is. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yep. no, it's, no, I'm, I'm happy to be here as always, Alan. Okay. Um, and, uh, regardless of the company, you know, this yeah. is something I enjoy to do. And, uh, we do, we and, do enjoy it. This is our, yeah. this is our chance. We are too, obviously we are really brothers. And, uh, my brother, Brian is a professor of kinesiology out at, uh, uh, Pacific University up there in the West Coast, and also a, uh, a project manager or a project manager. What is it? Yeah, title? Product, product director. Yeah, product so product director, director consultant. Director. Yeah, mostly right? consulting, but yeah, yeah. So I work with them on uh, new tech projects that they have, and uh, yeah. So that's kind of my my tech, yeah. the way I get to geek out on the uh, professional side. So see, and I get to geek out. Pretty every much day. every hour of the day between video, web, podcast, display Email. systems, um, faxes, Fax. <laughs> you, know, you name it. I am on top of the technology. Wow. Yeah. Like, Smoke signals. Are you? Did are you know you, there's machines now, Brian, that if you lay a piece of paper down on it, it can actually reproduce that paper, another paper <sighs> showing exactly what was on the original. Shut the front door. No, I'm serious. I'm, I'm wow. Very serious. Wow. I got to play with one the other day. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, hours had gone by and you had copied everything copied that you everything. personally had. Wow. No, yeah. I mean, I, I joke about that, but actually, you know, I still, one of the clients I do work with, I still have to consult with them about their copier system and their fax machine. Ooh. So I joke, but not really. I mean, it, unfortunately, it's still part of my still part of my day. So. 
And you didn't just casually mention to them about going paperless, you know, back in our previous episode. I queued them all up with our paperless episode from months ago and said, look, everybody needs to go home and listen to this before I come back. And uh, I I don't think they did. I didn't see our numbers go up at all. So I don't think anybody listened. Did they ask if they could get a handout instead? (laughs) (laughs) Could you just give us a printout of everything you said? So Could you fax us the transcript? That would be great. Um, So anyway, Uh, um, all right, well, let's, Let's let's set this up. What we do when we get together every time we we brothers in tech, the show we have here, we are talking technology. But before you get too deep with us, understand we're we're talking very personal family home technology. We do we don't get into high end enterprise technology. We're not talking about you know future trends in the tech industry or tech news. I mean, this is really like what we use. People use every day to make their lives more enjoyable or more efficient or whatever it may be, healthier, all those things. It's how we use technology in our day-to-day life. We, we kind of see our show as, we call it Brothers in Tech because we do feel like there is a brother or sisterhood of people out there, the, the ones that you're the go-to IT person in your family. You know, you're the ones that get the uh, family members calling you saying, hey, I, I'm interested in a new phone. What should I get? Um, for example, Brian, I, I have a, t- a text message I'm a member of, of my extended family that will still remain nameless at this moment. That just came in actually just today, which is exactly what I'm talking about. And it's someone saying, uh, hi, when it's convenient with you, I need your help in buying a new Mac laptop. So this is exactly what we're talking about. This is what we get asked to do. We're hoping this dialogue and conversation we have every week or so, it's just a way that we can kind of help be a resource to those of you out there playing that role, or maybe some of you that, uh, are hoping to be a little more self-sufficient with your own tech needs as well. Now, did you like to pass that text message over to me so I can correct anything that you tried to tell them or, I mean, you're fine to just handle it as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, the good thing with the, well, you want to max a family member that you actually want to support. Is that, yeah. that's the question yeah. or do we want to, I, I don't know if they're listening or not. So I'm going to leave that. <laughs> I'm going to leave that unresolved for now. All right. Um, but today's episode, Brian, is is a fun one, okay? So normally yeah. we get together, we have a topic or two that we talk through and we share some ideas and, and some of our experiences with. But today is one of our patented BITS episodes, and that is an acronym that does stand for Brothers in Tech Suggestions. So Brian and I use a lot of tech. We use a lot of websites and apps and gadgets and tools and we're always trying out some new ones, and we want to talk about experiences of things that we feel like are working out pretty good for us, and we want to recommend them to others to consider as well. can be a website, can be an app, can be a gadget, can be a tool, can be a uh, equipment, whatever it may be. Uh, it just needs to be something tech-related. And um, that's what we're going to do on the show today. Brian and I both have two suggestions, bits that we're going to be offering to one another. We don't know what they are for each other yet. So we're going to wait and see if we can surprise the other one with them or not. Um, but Brian, do we want to, before we get into that, a little housekeeping, uh, we have a couple of items as follow-ups from previous episodes. We want to, I do, I do. So yeah. for, for all of our loyal listeners, and we know there's many, many of them, right. That they obviously listen to our episode the moment it comes out. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, for those of you who uh, listened to our last couple, know that we talked about finance. So we had one episode about personal finance and then another episode about online banking, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I thought it was interesting, Alan, and I forward 
a couple of these to you and you said you had received them as well. But um, so we talked, I think it was in our last episode, we talked about a couple of different services. One was Truebill and the other one was Trim mm-hmm. that could rene- that could go and negotiate. It would be your bulldog basically of negotiating with the uh, your services to try to bring down your, um, your price on that. Mm-hmm. So if you'll remember from that episode, we talked about the differences between those two. And there was a slight difference in terms of their percentage that they would take of their success. So if they... Mm-hmm you normally have $100 a month and they negotiated it down to $20 a month, they would take a percentage of that $20 savings every month for the first year. Yep. And But we had a difference between those two where one of them required a service or a premium mm-hmm. service or had a premium service that you could pay. Um, so I, I received an email. And of course, we're assuming that they listened to Brothers in Tech, right, well, Alan? I mean, it's the only reason they would have made a change like this. Is right, right. About, so, so yeah. obviously, so mm-hmm. Trim sent out a, an email uh, just a day or two after uh, actually we published um, that said that they were now offering bill negotiations for 15%, hmm. but there was zero subscription fee. Hmm. So that means you do not have to be a subscriber for anything. You can just say, Go and see if you can negotiate it down for me. So they're going to keep fifteen percent of what you uh, what they're able to negotiate down. So if they gained, you know, twenty dollars uh, a month, or you gained twenty dollars a month of savings, they would end up taking what is that three dollars three dollars of that three yeah three dollars yeah. of that twenty dollars. So you so seventeen you, is still you make seventeen getting, right? save seventeen dollars a month. They would make three dollars a month. Yep. And they'd be making that $3 for the first year. So, you know, they're making $36 from you in the first year, but you're making $17 a month, right? 17 bucks a month. Yeah. Well, I mean, what does it hurt? You know, I mean, to use a service like that, if there's no uh, subscription fees, tell them to try it. They save you $5 a month. I mean, they, they get, you know, less than a dollar of that. Yep. Um, Yep. And you'll remember Truebill does this as well, but I, and I think Truebill also had, a premium versus a non-premium yeah. where they have different percentages and all of that. Right. But um, so now it seems like both of them are kind of in the same wheelhouse where if you want to go try it, unleash them, let them see what they can do. Then you, you save money and you have less effort that you have to put in to go and get that renegotiation. Sure. So, yeah. Well, so. again, it doesn't sound like there's really any harm in it. If you're not being yep. uh, locked in any, or not having to kind of get stuck with a monthly fee of some sort, and I mean, again, you only pay the fifteen percent of what they're saving you. So, right. again, you're right. going to have a net benefit no matter what. I, th- I think these services are starting to get on the upswing popularity wise, which is why there's a little more heightened competition and a little more awareness of them. So, yep. I got a feeling yep. we're going to be hearing a lot more about these kind of services in the coming months, and a lot more people deciding to use them than uh, well. And I hope before. that the options that they have on negotiating widen. Right. Right now, again, remember it was cable. Uh, cell phone, those are the biggies. Those are the ones mm-hmm. that they believe that they can renegotiate. But, you know, if they start to get to things like your your electric bill and your, uh, you know, your natural gas bill and all of these things, now all of a sudden I think there are some really intriguing things where you basically are having some people working on your behalf. So mm-hmm. so I just wanted to, to give people a quick update since it was something we just talked about that uh, 
um, that Trim has made some some changes there. So it might be a time to check that out. Yeah. The other one uh, that I thought was just interesting, not that it's really this earth you know shattering uh, announcement, but we talked about PayPal a couple mm-hmm. of episodes ago, I believe, as a way mm-hmm. of exchanging money. Well, and we also talked about cryptocurrency. Um, so we, we PayPal sent out a. We tried. We, we yeah, tried. No, we we made yeah. our best. Uh, we made our best attempt at it. Yeah, we really we, we, we fumbled. We fumbled through that. So we'll bit, see. Yeah. Um, but PayPal sent out an email shortly after, obviously having listened as well, saying they're going to offer a twenty-five dollar reward to any of their uh, PayPal folks who buy twenty-five dollars or more of cryptocurrency. Hmm. So obviously they're giving you twenty-five dollars in order to go and buy crypto. So what that tells me, great, there's a way to save some money, but they really want, they're pushing to have people buy crypto, right? They're pushing people to be able to get this different currency to hopefully spark it, get more money into the the system. Um, yeah, so interesting. So if you are someone who's about ready to buy, maybe look at PayPal, use your PayPal account, see if you can at least get your $25 back if you bought some money uh through them or bought some hmm. crypto through them. Yeah. I'm, so. I, I guess, I'm, again, I'm just not deep enough to know like kind of how the inner workings uh, money wise are between PayPal and these transactions, but it would seem to me that they may feel like that there's a better financial situation for them letting people invest right. and purchase crypto than, than doing it through some other traditional banking currency. Um, well, you remember Alan, we talked about PayPal had started pushing taxes as well as you know they have to deal obviously with credit card fees when they process mm-hmm. those things right maybe mm-hmm. crypto yeah is a much smoother a smoother model for them if they can work you know two years down the road to have more people using crypto to buy things maybe they save a boatload of money too yeah, i don't know could be i would imagine there's something there so at a, at a minimum they're trying to maybe get ahead on what they think is a is a important technology going forward. Yeah, so, like so those it. are just two quick updates, Alan. Right. That uh, well, thank you for the follow. Since we just there, talked about them, yes, that's no, what I'm here for. That's great. Yeah. You do the you do the heavy lifting on this show. You do a lot of the homework. You do a lot of the oh, research, Alan. I think I, uh, I think people very clearly know that. I'm so. just the I'm just the sultry voice that people like. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you you obviously bring a lot. You bring a lot. <laughs> that's, don't what you? I bring. that's what I bring. <laughs> All right, Brian. All right, well, it's uh, time, man. I'm excited. Let's get into our bits. bits. That's the Brothers in Tech suggestions. This is where, again, Brian and I both recommend something that we think is worth checking out uh, that we either have just gotten into ourselves or maybe uh, have been using for a while and still would like to recommend. We each have two. So, Brian, how about you go first with your first one? Sure. Yeah. So I've got my first one's going to be an app. um, And I felt like it was timely since we just talked about money and potentially ways of managing money and maybe even saving money. So um, this may be an app that many of you have used or potentially have seen before. And I will say there are some some sketchy reviews out there, but um, but I think predominantly the reviews are pretty good. So this app is called um, Gas Buddy. Alan, do you know Gas Buddy? I yeah. do. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the reason I bring this up is, you know, I, I've been doing my budgets lately. You know, I tend to do this this time of year, probably because I'm trying to put off other work. But um, I still see that, you know, gas is one of those things that I feel like is kind of out of my control. I feel like if there are ways I can save money on that, I tend to go to certain um, 
you know, wholesale places uh, to be able to Costco and whatnot to do that to save some money. So what GasBuddy is, um, I think it has multiple layers of services that it can give you. But at the barest minimum, you can use GasBuddy as an app to say, where's what are the gas prices around me? Mm-hmm. And where's the cheapest gas? Yeah. Right. Where can I find the cheapest gas? Um, what I do love about it is, so I'll, I'll just tell you, when you open up the Gas Buddy app and you sign in as a um, as a free uh, service here, it's got kind of tabs on the bottom for you, which is, of course, its way of showing you all the things it wants to help you with. But then the next one is just find gas. Mm-hmm. So all I've used up to this point has been find gas, where um, it's just basically a search engine uh, kind of like you were looking for um, gas uh, through Google Maps or something like that. But what's kind of nice is the search filters. And that's what I really love about this is I can go in and say, you know what, there's only certain stations I really like to go to, right? I like, you know, Chevron and I like Shell and I like, you know, uh, Fred Meyer right out here, which is a, a convenience store out here, right? a, a shopping a grocery store. Um, you can go and say, only show me those. And then show me by price, mm-hmm. show me by distance, right? Show me the ones that, you know, will take credit card. Show me the ones that have mid-grade gas, right? So you can go ahead and kind of dial in your preferences of your filters and say, this is what I'm looking for. So you don't mm-hmm. have to keep flipping through and you can see which is the cheapest right now. Um, and kind of compare like how far away. So I'm looking right now, it says, hey, Fred Meyer's the cheapest with 374 a gallon, the next cheapest one is three eighty nine a gallon of the ones that I've selected. Hold on. Yep. You said right now your che- is that real data right now? Three eighty nine is your cheapest. Yes. Well, the lowest it says at the top three sixty five. There is something about four, four miles away. Three sixty five <laughs> is the lowest. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. West Coast what are you people. Guys? West Coast people. I think our highest right now is like two eighty, <sighs> and that's Jeez. considered high right now. So. Our highest is four forty nine, at least Ooh. within my my uh, short range here. Right. So that's yeah. okay. I, you know, I'm not trying to not not trying to make a big deal about so it. So hence the reason I'm looking for ways of saving on gas. I was going to say right? I don't really use gas, buddy, because I mean we're fine. <laughs> you don't really have to. <laughs> yeah. No. I, so I, I think I, I think it's great. I, I've used it before. Yeah. So um, I will say you can look at a map. Right. You can see how things are laid out there. You can look at a list, which is what I tend to do. Um, And again, you can set all sorts of filters. Now, the things I haven't done, Alan, it seems like it's got some other unique things, some ways of actually saving additional money. Mm -hmm. I'm just not so sure about them yet. So uh, GasBuddy has its own credit card. Mm-hmm. Okay, which I don't think is an actual credit card. I think it's more like a debit card. So, um, Alan, you and I both used the um, oh man, what was the uh, Movie Pass? Right, remember when Movie Pass was out? Where oh, yeah. you and I had a subscription, we could go watch the movies for as many as we wanted throughout a uh, a month, and then we send back in our uh, our receipts and mm-hmm. all of that and get reimbursed. Right? Yeah. Um, well, this has a very similar thing that says. If you get our card and you go and before I go get gas, so say right now I'm going to go get gas and I look and say, where are the places that have the extra savings? Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a, a particular station that says there's 14 cents a gallon off if you'll use our card there. Okay. So if I go use their card, I put it in, it doesn't automatically, it doesn't take it out of my account right away. What it does mm-hmm. is it pays for the gas and 
and then it kind of processes. And then a couple of days later, we'll take it out of my checking account, the lowered price. And I think the reason is because it's it has a hard time maybe at the pump actually charging less than what the gas yeah. station is actually charging you. But it says it could save you up to 25 cents a gallon mm-hmm. uh, up to, right? And I think up so far by scrolling, I've seen 14, 16 cents a gallon, something like okay. that. So so if you, and it's a free card, supposedly, you can just say, yes, yeah, send me the free card. And then if you're using gas, but in your regular user and you look and see that there's some flash sale or whatever they call it, what is it? Um, let's see. Um, fuel savings, right? Or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Then you could go and use that uh, at that place and then end up paying less than what was at the pump. Okay. Uh, supposedly it also is a card that you can use at other places to get a percentage back, you know, Walgreens and some of mm-hmm. those they have connections with. So, sure. so it's got a way to do that. Uh, one last feature it has, again, I haven't tried this and I'm, I'm a little weary of it, but I could see how it could be beneficial, how they're trying to tie it all together. Mm-hmm. It's a way of potentially, uh, having, and this makes me a little nervous, gas buddy, uh, will track your driving habits. Mm-hmm. So maybe like how fast and aggressive you drive or how well you drive so that it could give you a report on that. And the report then technically could be given to an insurance company or something to say, I should qualify for better you know, auto insurance because of look at my results of my driving. So a little bit more of a, a little bit more of an unaffiliated source, kind of like I know the insurance companies uh, have had programs where you could get the device from them to actually plug into your car's, um, uh, yep. computer port yep. and actually exactly. send them the data to show, Hey, I'm a good driver, you see, and hopefully get yep. the rates. This is just a more, well, it's a little more efficient way of doing it. And it's an impartial, it's not obviously you know driven by one of the, the insurance companies. So that could be a good option right. if it works. Right. Um, yeah. And this is supposed to work through the phone. So of course there's issues there, right. Of granting mm-hmm. access to this app from getting location data and mm-hmm. tracking your location. And I'm sure there's all sorts of, uh, ways in which it's making money by using data. So be aware of that. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, this this particular app has a lot of things. Now, I will say just on a side, if you haven't used, is it? I think it's Google Maps. If you haven't used Google Maps lately, Google Maps is starting to do this same thing of showing you prices of gas stations that are coming up on the map as mm-hmm. opposed to just where the gas stations are. Mm-hmm. So it's probably using some of the same data. Um, it's just if you're someone who believes... You know, you're driving a lot and you would like to make some better financial decisions on the gas. And rather than maybe getting a credit card at a shell station that's going to give you a certain percentage off each time, mm-hmm. this may be one where you can try to navigate the system and uh, um, potentially pay a little less on the gas and see where the good deals are. So, yeah. yeah. So gas buddy, I again, I'm I'm. I'll call this kind of a bits with two S's, right? A somewhat suggestion in that I haven't really been into the other features. They look interesting. Um, but I also know what happened to places like MoviePass that tried to do some of these things and giving you credit afterwards and all that, that eventually it went away. Um, but uh, yeah, it could be a way to take advantage of things that are right now. Just be very cautious on the privacy uh, allotments, any sort of thing you sign up for, just try to read the privacy statement. I don't know what they're potentially using. So, yeah. Is there a feature on the app if you live out in your area to automatically just go ahead and apply for a loan to pay for the gas? <laughs> to be able to pay for the gas. <laughs> 
uh, is that is that a well, feature they've I'm, added yet, or, or I'm very hopeful that by paying for the gas with their card and then they debit my account later, that I'll have time maybe to you know yeah. get some more to cash finance, back to finance it. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. Um, okay, great. No, it was good. Gas Buddy. So I like it. I have used yep. it before, and it is it works as advertised. And so when uh, you used it, is it just or did you just use it to search just search gas? For, right. Search okay. Gas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and did. I think I used it for a while, especially when I was traveling a lot and having to do a lot of, uh, you know, uh, rental car gas and all that. And I was in places mm-hmm. I wasn't familiar with. It was just kind of nice to say, "Hey, go ahead and find me the best one around here, and yeah, that's within yep. an easy distance." And it was very yep. helpful for that. So, yeah. Again, I think the main benefit for me is filtering out yep. those gas options. Right. Sure. I, I know I want to use mid grade or I know I want to use credit card mm-hmm. or I know I want to do this. Go ahead and filter out the things you don't want to see that so that you're helpful. not being bugged by a lot of others. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Alan, well, my first suggestion is a, uh, is a financial related one as well. Um, and I can say mine might be a little, I don't want to say controversial, but I think people could have different opinions on it. And I'm going to address some of the concerns I know with this website and the app as well. It's one that's been around for a while. You probably heard it. I think they had a whole series of a bunch of commercials that kind of maybe cheapened the whole service or, or caused people to look at it a little bit more with a, uh, a little more concerning eye. But um, I love it. And I, I really like everything they keep doing with this site and service. And it is Credit Karma. So creditkarma.com and the app associated with it. Um, you know, of course, you know, everybody has their credit scores and, you know, credit scores are used for determining loans. They're determining for mortgages. A lot of things you have to do are based on your credit score. Trying to get a handle on what that credit score is. It used to be a little bit more of a black box where you kind of just had to go, you know, apply for a loan, apply for a mortgage, whatever it may be, and wait and see what your credit score came back to. Now they sent you a full report, so you see it. But the idea of actually being able to check your credit score on a weekly or even daily basis was kind of unheard of for a good while ago. Credit Karma was one of those first sites that came around and said, look, we're going to let you check your credit score for free. And it does, and it still is right on task with that. There is no membership. There's no premium service. There's no anything you have to pay for at all. Um, and it does exactly what it says it's going to do. It tells, shows you your credit scores. Now it is only using two of the three credit agencies that it reports, uh, Equifax and TransUnion. It does not report Experian, which is a little bit of a, you know, maybe a little something that if Experian is a service that a bank really relies on, you, you miss out a little bit. But in general, uh, the the scores between these three services are going to be relatively similar. The only thing may be is if something goes on to one service but somehow doesn't get reported to the other two, you may miss that by not seeing all three of them. Um, the caveat I will go ahead and say to people before they get excited or start using this, um, whatever you see as your credit scores is not necessarily exactly what banks or other groups or places are going to pull up and use for any kind of determination for you. Most banks, I believe, use like what's called a FICO score, which is a kind of an aggregate of some other credit factors, but it's not the same as what you see in Credit Karma. So I had that situation actually, you know, getting a new mortgage uh, on the house I'm in now, you know, I'm, was curious about the credit score and just I wanted them to kind of pull and see what kind of rates it would qualify me for. 
And the numbers were a little different than what I've seen in Credit Karma. And of course, I questioned about that. And they said, well, you know, we, we have to use this standard and we use this metric. So it's going to be a little different. Now, the idea is that they do kind of go up and down and sync with one another fairly consistently. So the idea is if you're watching your score on Credit Karma and it's going up, you can have a pretty good peace of mind that your scores that the banks are going to be using are also going to be trending up accordingly. So it does give you some indication of when things are going up or down. Um, what I really like about what they've done with the site and the, the app in recent years is um, there's a lot of tools on there which are extremely helpful. So one of my favorites, which I've, I've used in the past, is you can actually have it um, – kind of predict for you if you did certain actions or took certain moves, what it could do to your credit score. So for example, if you wanted to, if you had some, you wanted to consolidate some, some debt, if you wanted to refinance a new home, if you wanted to say, all right, look, if I just pay off this one card, credit card altogether, what does that do for my credit score? Is that a good move for me? And it will show you and say, Hey, based on this, this is what we predict your credit score will look like if you'd made this action which is really nice to see. Um, so in general, it's it's helpful. It's good. They've actually updated it recently too, where it now will update at least your Equifax score every day if you wanted it to. Like you can go in every day and it's always updating every day. TransUnion, I think, is checked. Or no, I'm sorry. TransUnion is checked daily. Equifax, I think, is checked maybe every six days. So still relatively current and still good, useful data. Um, now how do, how does credit karma make money? You may ask, well, they advertise a lot of stuff on their site. Okay. So just go ahead. That's yeah. a con. Just be prepared. Everything is going to be recommendations of credit cards or loans or mortgages or car insurance or anything else they're going to try to recommend. And of course they get proceeds if they pass you on to a vendor and you sign up with them. So that's really how they make all their money is they're just pushing other services and products. They're using your credit calculations and saying you might qualify for this kind of loan or this kind of mortgage or this kind of car, uh, car purchase. And they're trying to encourage you to do that. If you can look past all that, you know, unless you are interested in some of the things they're offering, but if you just kind of blind, turn a blind eye to it and say, look, I'm just, I'm coming in to get my scores. And I also want to see different factors that are affecting it. It's a great service for doing it. And the fact that it stayed free, there's no, there's no uh, certain things have to be unlocked if you pay a certain amount per month. They haven't gone that route. They truly have kept it free, and it's been great. And I'll say this, the app, the uh, mobile app is really good. It's actually really nice. It's clean. It's easy to use. I like it. Um, it's one of those I would not have thought that I would find myself still going in and playing with as much as I do, but um, I, I still do and find a lot of nice. usefulness out of it. So. At Very the cool. Credit Karma, yeah. um, they have added on a lot of other services. Uh, they are now also helping people, you know, find home, personal, auto loans. Uh, there are a lot of resources on there about their identity monitoring. They can help you check with, make sure that you know somebody is not using your identity. The credit score simulator I mentioned already. Some loan calculators, amortization calculators. A lot of great tools mm-hmm. that are just on there for free. So it is worth kind of going in and exploring and seeing, uh, at least getting signed up and having it registered. Yes, you do have to put in your social security number, obviously, for it to look up your credit information and some other questions you have to fill out. Again, like Brian said on the previous service, 
just be mindful of the security side of things. I mean, credit karma has been around for a while. It's got a good reputation uh, as far as from a security standpoint. But again, you are being asked some personal information. So just be mindful of that if it's of any value to you, uh, whether or not you yep. want to share that. So um, anyway, that's I, I like credit card. I think it's great. It's cool. one of those that, that kind of started out maybe a little rocky reputation-wise and has really gotten, I think, clean and organized and a lot of great tools on it. And it never had to dip into that pay model, which has been nice. So, yeah. Very cool. So I, yeah, I also have a, an account on credit karma or a free, free one. And I have actually been fairly impressed in the last little bit where they've emailed and said, do you want to see your, your home's equity? And you want us mm-hmm. to keep track of your equity to kind of let you know when things are happening and you have mm-hmm. ability to get, you know, uh, uh, some equity lines and all that. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I agree. They're, they're good. I think, I think having several of these services is, is pretty helpful. Mint, mm-hmm. uh, credit karma, you know, bouncing ideas off of both of them, try to see where they, they give you similar uh, recommendations, I think is a pretty good thing to do. Yeah. So cool. Um, I do right. know Mint, you mentioned Mint and you're right. Mint has mm-hmm. kind of rolled in in the last year or so kind of there where you can check the credit scores through Mint as well, which is great. Yep. And again, I'm all for all in one place. If I can do it, it's a lot easier. Uh, it doesn't give you, I haven't seen quite the level of detail that credit karma will give you. But again, I've got a feeling Mint will keep growing those those resources over time as well. So yeah. it's nice to know you have options and they all work pretty well. So, yeah. Good. Cool. All right. Well, all what right. is your second I'm back one, up. Brian? Yeah. Tell me what you got. Yeah. So just, you know, FYI, normally we have a, a guest and we each bring one. So you guys are getting a bonus today and that we're each bringing two. Um, so you have four. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm going to be bringing a... Um, well, Alan, you'll remember many, many months ago where one of our bits episodes, I talked about a um, uh, a phone case that I really liked, uh, where I had these I had these these things that I was trying to do with a phone case. I wanted it to be chargeable on a um, uh, inductive charging, right? So mm-hmm. rather than plugging in, I wanted to be able to have. Uh, the, the charging work. So of course, not having things on the back of it that would distract that. But I also wanted it to be able to double as my wallet so that I could carry things around. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted it to be able to mount in my car easily to be able to put it up and have it uh, magnet mounted on my car. So I had found a, a case at the time that was a flip up case, mm-hmm. flip up wallet case where I knew I could flip it up, put it on the charger. It worked but I had to keep a metal shank in there. So the metal shank that went in the outside allowed me to then magnet on the outside. Well, what I noticed is that over time, the more I use that metal shank and pulled it off and on, it stretched out the pocket Mm -hmm. that that metal shank was getting in. So as I pull it off, the shank pulls out on the magnet, stays on there. I have to then pry it off and and all that sort of stuff. So I still liked it. It was great, especially for the, I think it was $15 that that Mm -hmm. particular uh, wallet uh, was doing, but it was not checking all the boxes for me. Um, So I had been looking at this solution for quite a while now and it was expensive. And I will say that up in, uh, in advance that it is much more than I would want to spend on a, uh, a phone case. Okay. But it has checked all the boxes that I was talking about. All right. So yeah. uh, I am using now uh, a uh, a case and wallet from Magback. 
I don't know if you've Mag, heard of these guys, Mag, Alan. M-A-G-B-A-C-K? B-A-K. B-A-K. M-A-G-B-A-K. Okay, right? Yep, got it. So this is Magback. And what Magback is, is a wallet slash case system that you can put together. So the the case itself has magnets built into the case. So the case looks just like a normal mm-hmm. Apple case, silicone type case, right? It looks, looks normal, but it has magnets built into the case that are perfectly aligned that would allow it to then magnet to things. So I can take my, my case, Alan, I'm showing you on the video, yep. but mm-hmm. I can take my case and I can go put it on a refrigerator mm-hmm. and it will mm-hmm. sit there, right? Okay. It magnets to that. Okay. Well, that's not the cool part, right? Obviously I could take that and magnet to something in my car, right? Mm -hmm. But what the cool part was, was also buying the secondary wallet. Okay. And the wallet, which also has magnets built into it so that the two of them connect together and are always magnet to one another. So this is very similar to what Apple is doing now. Apple has its own version, right? Of this Mm -hmm. magnet. This is cheaper than that. Okay. And I would also say it's maybe a little bit better in that Magback has actually set the magnets within the case perfectly so that the wallet always goes in the same same orientation. Mm-hmm. When you put it on there, you guys heard that click probably, yeah. right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just allowing it to kind of throwing it on there, right? So the wallet, which I had bought the leather one, Okay, the leather, which I thought looked kind of nice, means that I can go and anytime I want to use it as a wallet, I can just put it. It's a very thin wallet. All it does is pry it open, slide. And I think it says it'll take six cards. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty ambitious. But all I really needed was about four. I need ID, you know, maybe an insurance card and then maybe one or two credit cards. Right. Right. Um, So that's what I have in there. It's good. It's got a slider on the uh on the wallet itself so I can slide up my cards and get them out pretty easily. So, but the wallet, when you put the wallet on the back, you could still place it on a charger there. See, that's the, that's well, no, no, no. Okay. So here's the reason I did this, right? This one still requires me to put it on the charger. I take it off. Okay. You still have to take the the wallet off, but you put the phone on the charger. Okay. It's easy for me to do that. Right. And of course I'm not hurting things as I do it. But one of the things that you may be asking is, well, if the wallet goes on, can you still put it on uh, a phone? I mean, a, a car charger, right? Yeah. The magnet that I really wanted. Well, they have their own little system, mm-hmm. which, Alan, I'm showing you and you probably see it online. Yeah. They have this tiny little thin mm-hmm. ma- uh, magnet set up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And with that very tiny uh, amount, I have now mounted in my car this little piece. Yeah. So they give you two of them. And if you will take a look there, it then magnets to the top of my wallet. Mm-hmm. And so I can now set my entire phone and wallet up on my car dash. Okay. I have actually a very small sliver. This, if you can't, you're not seeing it video, but if yeah. you haven't looked it up online, this is probably about uh, maybe a quarter inch mm-hmm. in width and maybe about an inch and a half in length. So it's a very small sliver that, of magnets that you can put, um, you can stick in your uh, in your car. Mm-hmm. I have it actually between the CD player and some of the buttons below it. Yeah. <laughs> very small right. little sliver. Mm-hmm. And it allows me to put my uh, my phone up there. And I have been over bumps. I tell you, if 
you know, you could push on it. It's not going anywhere, right? I'll show you, Alan. I could sit here and yeah. shake this thing and mm. it's not moving at all. So that's really what's nice, nice is that it, it actually has given me everything that I want. The only downside was that it's expensive. Uh, I luckily they're always running specials. Um, I think together with regular price, it's like $80, maybe like 30 for one of them and 40 for the, the other. The, the, case the wallet, wallet, the actual case is, um, like for mine, for example, the iPhone yep. 12 pro, uh, it's yep. $55, the case. Oh, wow. That's, that's more expensive than mine. I pay. Yeah. So mine 55 bucks. And that comes with two of the little mag strips that you can actually right. put somewhere. Uh, yep. if you wanted the wallet, Probably another 30, I think. 30, um, yeah. I'm looking to see what the wallet is. Uh, wallet looks like it's actually, whoa, you did get a deal on it. It's 49 bucks. So the wallet's 49. You're at 110 for the case and the wallet. Now, obviously, you found a, a good deal somewhere. Well, I was going to say so mine, uh, I seem to remember regular price was going to be like 85 together. Hmm. But I will say they are always running these 15%. Yeah off deals or something like that. So I think I ended up paying 72 total and that was free shipping and everything. So again, much more than I would normally pay for a, um, uh, a wallet or a, or a case. Um, but for me, there, there were so many frustrations that I was coming into, um, having something that did all of the features that I want, be able to do inductive charging, be able to mount in my car safely be able to have a wallet that I could, that stays thin. But the beauty here is that I have a wallet. So if I wanted to just leave my phone behind and actually just have a wallet, I have that. If I wanted to just take my phone and not have my wallet with me, I have that too. Yeah. So, but they also magnet together incredibly strong. Um, so, you know, one of the things I saw in reviews, Alan, is comparing this to what Apple does. Apple has their own version of this, um, is that people would say, you know, if, if I take this and slide it into my pocket and, you know, the edge of my pocket kind of clips off my wallet as I slide in. And these these are pretty heavily magneted to each other. So um, I haven't had any issues with that. Slide it in and out of the pocket. Uh, and we don't have, have any never issues. Never had it falling off. And again, I'm, I'm, ask, I'm, I'm sure this is, you know, something that's been resolved. But, you know, I, you always heard the the old adage, which you never wanted to have your, your magnets in with your... <laughs> Right. cards or any ATM cards yeah. or like that. So I assume that that's okay. been resolved. They, they certainly say yes right now. Uh, I don't have a lot of experience with it. I've only had it about a week. Uh, I will say <laughs> this is bad timing that uh, the other day my chip did not work when I tried to pay at a Home Depot. Now, the issue is though, they sh they're not supposed to even affect chips, right? That was the whole reason chips were really right. Chips shouldn't be affected right? by magnets. No. So this I have a feeling was just a card that I hadn't been carrying around a while. So I have to go check it one more time to make sure that's not been the case. Well, you um, should look up on credit karma to see if there's any problem <laughs> with your card Ooh. or your credit score. So anyway, just, okay. tying, just tying it together. <laughs> tying again. it all together. That's all right. And then you go and buy gas with gas buddy. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. So no, I, I cannot verify yet that it's not going to, but I will they, say that this is what, this is what they do, right? Yeah, Obviously. Okay. And they're, they're not going to say, here, use this. And by the way, your all your magnetization is gone. And I mean, look, right? Apple's no. come out with their own like snap-on yes. magnetized wallets to go on the back of iPhones too. So look, yep. they've obviously yep. figured that all out. So yep. Yep. I will say I'm kind of intrigued by this company, Magback. I uh, just well, I was just clicking around while you were talking. I'm sure I was paying attention to you, but I yeah, was clicking around. 
And uh, not only do they make this really nice magnet system for your phone cases and all that, but they make a, and they make the charger you mentioned as well. You can yep. get an actual charger that will right. be a nice mounted to, to charger right. for it. But have you seen their sanitizer? <laughs> no. They no. have a, a phone sanitizer. It is a little box that you actually dip your phone in. You drop your phone into it in the slot. And in 30 seconds, it sanitizes your phone. So, like, to kind of clean it off from any touching or or, or anybody's. Uh, I see that now. Yeah, yeah it's, pretty cool. it's pretty awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so anyway, they make some good stuff. And then, uh, yeah, there's also. I mean, well, if you wanted a mustache, a magnetized mustache for your iPhone, they make the well, mustache. And I so. and I will mention that that that's there for a reason, right? Is that if you decide you don't, you'd say you like your case, but you want to get the wallet or you want to be able to magnetize to something else. The stash is there a creative little sticker that can go on your current case to add the magnet for the wallet to connect to it. Hmm. So what it is, is if you, if you said, Oh, I don't actually need your case. I like my case, but I don't mind putting, I want to put the wallet on the outside of my case. Then you can actually magnetize the case by adding this, you know, okay. mag stash, I think they call yeah. it. But right, that's cool. uh, anyway, I, I, I did. I spent more money on this than I should have. Uh, Magback, if you're listening, you want to give me some deal back, I, I'd love it. Um, but I will say looks and uh, build of this thing right now is really, really slick. I've been incredibly impressed with it. Um, so the question still remains, like, will they, will the leather loosen up a little bit over time? Right. It's, it's, it's yeah. actual leather in the wallet. Um, but uh yeah. So far, so good. So, yep. There you go. Magback, M-A-G-B-A-K is the company address. Yep. And uh, Brian has been talking about their MagSafe compatible cases and kind yep. of magnet wallet, system. Wallet in case. Wallet in case. All right. Yep. Cool. So you got me spending a little bit of money there, Brian. Good job. We went mm-hmm. from We went from two free services that are meant to either help save or help you manage in, in your finances. You brought you in take a, it up a notch. You brought in a recommendation that kicked it up a little bit. Now we're spending the money that we saved on the yep. previous set. Okay. I'm going to just blow it out of the water. Um, so this is um, Brian. I, we're brothers. We've known each other a long time. You, you know yeah, that have, you should know. And if you don't know this, I'm, I question how much you really know about your own flesh and blood, blood. I do not enjoy shopping for clothes. Okay. Mm. I, uh, I tend to wear what I have as much as I possibly can to avoid having to go get new clothes. Um, I typically get dragged to a shopping place once a year, almost like a pilgrimage. I have to go and I'm being made to go and people are like carting me out to a place to go clothes shopping. So, um, I always thought you just had bad style, but well, you there, really just that. don't want to, you just don't want to shop too. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't have a good eye for clothes. I really don't. Well, you're color, colorblind, aren't you? I, mean, I am a little there's color, some, there's I'm some a issues. Little colorblind. I'm also a little style blind is what I hear. So yeah, I just, no, I, I don't get it. I can, I so, confirm. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I didn't need you to confirm that that quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was, I know you well. That brother. was yes. way confident an answer you gave really quickly <laughs> on that. Um, so I, after some convincing by somebody in my house that I'm married to, um, I'm super excited to hear this. I'm I, super excited uh, I, to hear I what you did. I decided to take the plunge and I did go with a, 
uh, one of the online clothing services. Nice. Nice. Uh, it's the one uh, Stitch Fix. Are you familiar yes. with Stitch Fix? Yes, I have. I have okay. used it. So please, I'm looking forward to hearing. Well, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk tech side of it because I think really okay. what they're doing is cool. Um, for those not aware of it, it is a service where basically you – I uh, can go in and set up your own personal profile with your measurements and with kind of your preferences for types of things you like to wear, colors, styles, patterns, and so forth. And also give them a little bit of information about kind of what you're looking, are you looking for clothes that are more recreational? Are you looking for more business? Are you looking for casual activities, whatever it may be? And they put together a, they call it a fix you know, and the fix, you can set up what kind of frequency you want that fix to be delivered to you. They basically send you, I think it's four items. No, five items. Five items come your way at one time. And you get, you are basically, they tell you, you have a personalized clothier who is now watching all this and recommending things. I know it's all algorithm based and they're saying, hey, this guy is this age and these uh, these measurements and it, it works and needs things for casual activities, whatever. They put all that together and now they've generated for you. Here are some items. Um, they send you the five items. You take a look at them, you try them on, you see what you think, and you return whichever ones you don't want to keep. So you could return all five and just say, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I don't like any of these. And you don't get charged for any of those five items. You could keep four of the five. Or if you keep all five, they offer you a discount, which actually I did the math. And I was wanting to keep four of the five, but I did the math that if I kept all five, I actually saved more money than I would have if I just returned the four or so anyway, it made sense to keep all five. And that's all fine. There are other services that do this. Here's the things I just want to say from a brothers in tech standpoint, I, I do like. A, they are pretty spot on with their first batch that I got. I, I kept all five. I wear all five. I like all five. Um, they're great clothes. And they, 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 the, the personality, the style questionnaire that you go through in the beginning, not only is it kind of fun, they made it a very intuitive, very kind of interesting way to fill out this form. And they gave you a bunch of snapshots of a, Hey, here's a whole bunch of different colors and patterns and styles. Tell us the ones that you would never want to wear and tell us the ones that are your favorites. And they use that kind of to build their algorithm around it. So there's that, that was fun. Uh, the, the, the clothes were really, really good that came the quality wise. And I like the style that they picked and uh, all that. But what I really have fun with is now you can go back onto the website or the app. They have a really nice app that works just as well as the website does. And I told them I didn't want them to send me another fix for like three more, every three months. I just, cause I mean, yep. the, the, the items are, they cost appropriately for the quality of stuff you're getting. And I just didn't want to be putting that much money into clothes, you know, every month. They did have an offer of sending you a fix every month. I said, no, let's do every three months. I think that's a good for me to kind of get started. But what I can you're, do you're, now, you're usually buying new clothes every year. So this I is know, actually so this is already quadrupling lot, right? my, my clothes right. output. Um, right. But I can actually go in between the times that they're sending and I can actually go in and they have a really kind of a cool little intuitive tool to say, all right, look, here are the five items you already own, Alan we're going to show you some things that are nice complimentary clothes that can already go with those. Now for someone like me, the a is a little colorblind B style blind. I, um, for you to tell me and say, look with these shoes that I'm now wearing, 
here are a couple of other things that you could add to your next fix that we think would be really nice that would you could wear with these shoes. Here's a jacket that would work really well with the shirt you got last time. And so you start to kind of really play around and see how they can be used in different different outfits and different styles. So it's a lot of technology involved. There's a yep. lot going on in the algorithm. Uh, even my wife saw the clothes. She's like, yeah, these are, I mean, this is you. This is perfect. This is, this works for you. And I was pretty impressed the first time out that, you know, all of them work really well. And the sizes were really good too. I mean, again, I always get nervous when I put in my sizes because I don't know if different manufacturers are going to yep. be different yep. sizes. I put in the sizes that I'm confident with and they came in and all of them fit great. So uh, I know there's other services that do this. Uh, Stitch Fix is the one I kind of went with and I'm really happy with the results so far. Now, I will tell you, there is a, a monthly fee you pay uh, to them regardless of if you buy clothes or not. So that may be a little bit of a gotcha for some people. I think uh, it may be $20. But if you buy a, a garment from them, they credit the $20 back to it. So you don't lose that 20 bucks. Uh, it's just every time they prepare a fix, you do pay 20 bucks. Yeah, let me, um, let, me, let me correct you just a second there. You said monthly fee. Oh, That's if you get monthly it, fix. This is it, a I'm fixed sorry. fee, right? Every it's, time you yeah. get it, there is a stylist fee, a fee right. in there. You're right. Yeah. So you don't yeah. pay 20 bucks for the months you're not getting right. a fix. It's just that you're right, the months that you right. do choose. Um, if you don't buy anything, if you turn send back in all five, you do still have the you're still out the twenty bucks. You lose the twenty. Yeah. Yep. But yep. um, but that's it. And again, yep. I I feel confident I will be buying at least one of the items that come my way. So again, I don't lose that twenty bucks. Um, <clears throat> but I'm 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 happy. This is the kind of way I want to do shopping, Brian. I I I I took a, I took my youngest son and wife to a large mall in the area for their birthdays because they both wanted to go uh, the son for some school clothes and wanted to get some new things there and it's the wife's birthday at the same time so that's where they wanted to go I I um I have officially I now vocalized this I have officially resigned from malls I am officially done <laughs> I have no desire to ever set foot in a mall ever again yeah. So this, yeah. this experience did it for me. I'm done. So this is the way I want to shop from here on out. I, I trust the clothes I got. Very happy got, with the process. You got technology and you've got no interactions with people whatsoever. You're, you're it. just, you're loving it. Well, yeah, and always great. the, the trying on clothes was always the thing. I always, oh, was, yeah, it was, it's miserable. I hated doing, but I always, I always did try on the clothes when I went shopping because I did not want to come home and find out they didn't fit right. Yeah, you want to have to go back and return it or exchange yeah. it. So I was nervous about getting these clothes in and not knowing if they were going to fit, but luckily all five items were like fit like a glove. So yeah. that gave me confidence that this is something that I can I can do going forward now. Okay, two things. Yeah. One, right? I'm somewhat amazed, right, that you put in your style and Stitch Fix didn't just like throw their hands up and be like, <laughs> like we we have no we idea. Give up. <laughs> yeah. We give up. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this is not for you. <laughs> you have broken the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> and two, two, I'm just thinking, oh my gosh. I mean, you you actually got clothing, which I'm amazed by. I, now I'm seeing you, Alan. I've seen you a couple times on Zoom. I'm just wondering, will you ever wear them? Because obviously I, I, that's not it. I'm not wearing this T-shirt. I'm wearing is not from Stitch Fix. Okay, I was going to say because I I ask, wear, ask I for wear, your money back. I wear, them, money back. I wear them to work. I wear them. Uh, I've, nice. I've been to plenty, yeah. of, plenty of social functions the last few weeks, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, uh, they're great. They work really well. 
Okay, so as I mentioned, I've I used had, it before. Honestly, seriously, yeah. I've had three random people without any prompting whatsoever compliment me on different articles of my clothes just wow. casually. So that's yeah, that made me feel good. Now, it are these people remind, comparing you to normal? They're I was going to say it also reminded wow, me you look a lot better low, than normal. What low bar I was setting up till this point that the right. minute they saw I was wearing something that looked relatively new and fashionable. They said, oh my gosh, Alan, what you're wearing is amazing. Seriously, and, uh, what happened? Right. It didn't take yeah. much. So well, so I've I've used it before and I will agree it's it's kind of exciting uh, because you don't have to go and search and and I kind of get excited to to go flip through and say, Oh, I don't like that, I don't like that, I like that, I don't like that, and trying to see if they dial in what the um what the uh, the style really is. Now I'll give a couple of negatives sure. uh, in my situation. One was I, I did think they were expensive, partly because I don't spend much money on clothes. I, right? I'm with you. I, I tend to go less clothes in terms of shopping and then yeah. try to look for good deals and buy several of the same thing, right. all that stuff. So I was that was I was out of my element to spend, let's say, $120 on a pair of shoes, right? Yes. But... I will say their quality, what they send is really good. Well, and it's better did, than what I probably normally get, I don't know so. if they've maybe tried to evolve this over time. So they did in the in the questionnaire up front. They even said, look, how much do you normally like to spend on pants, on <laughs> jackets? And I just checked the bottom option on every single multiple choice right. range they gave me. Right. Uh, so will. when my good items will. came in, I, I they were still a little more than I would have liked to have spent yeah. on things on my own. But I feel like I'm also paying for the convenience and knowing that they yep. were a perfect fit for me and all that. They were not as ridiculously expensive as I was kind of thinking that they might be when they came in, which is good. So they yep. maybe have tried to broaden out and had some yep. different quality levels of clothes. And I may have to, to yeah. go back and check that again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my first my first fix from them, I ended up sending back because – but I, I felt like that was understandable. I, I sent it back with feedback to say, oh, actually – this doesn't fit as well. This doesn't fit well. And I think that helps them dial it in because again, as men, we have a little harder time sometimes to say, Oh, I don't know. I'm a large on certain yeah. things. I'm a medium on others. And it kind of depends on if I'm buying cheap stuff, this is what it fits like. So, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I agree. I will say, I think their business model is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it earlier, right? That they send you these say five items and they will give you a heck of a discount on that if you buy all of them. So what they're planning on is like, we don't want you to wait. We don't want you to waste our self-enclosed shipping back for one item you didn't like. And my wife, who's had a few of these fixes too, I think there's a couple of times she's like, well, I like these four. The fifth one, I don't think I'll ever wear, but it actually costs less for me to keep all five than it does to send that one back. And so I'll give it to someone else. Right. There was the one item I think I was take it or leave it. I was going to send it back. I did the yep. math. I'm like, well, look, I'm actually spending more money if I send right. it back than if I just keep it. So, so it's brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. And I would say one of the things I'd like for them to do, which I don't know if they do yet, Alan, because I haven't I haven't done this since last year, but um, I would like for them to have just a budget, not not a like what do you normally spend on these items, but like, mm-hmm. okay, send me a two hundred dollar. I'm willing to spend two hundred dollars on clothes right now. You know, send me yeah. five things that equal two hundred. Yeah, just I so don't. You don't me. get this kind of like, oh gosh, it's yeah. much more than I'm willing to spend altogether. Maybe right. they do that now. I don't know, but yeah. um, but no, I'm with you. I think they, their service is fantastic. I uh, they did respond to, you know, one time I had when I was going back to work, I was like. I sent them feedback and said, Hey, listen, my next fix, 
I'm going back to work, but I'm also working from home a lot. So give me casual, but give me casual that, I need, okay, that can actually wear out of the house, right? And I need five I, sweatpants. So. <laughs> I, I need something other than sweatpants. I think I even put that in there. I said, I need something that feels mm-hmm. like sweatpants, but isn't really sweatpants. So yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm with you. I think uh, they're, they're good. Certainly something to try out. And I think a lot of people, you know, men especially that may look and go, oh, I'm not going to pay for a stylist, right? I think this is actually why you definitely need to, right? You're the kind of person that you don't yeah. want to be going and just spending hours to shop. No. Um, well, and, I, and I say money. that not to be sexist when I said that, but a lot of people, yeah. you know, like guys I know, some of them will say, clothes or something that I need help with. And this is a well, good way. And time to is money. Help. I mean, I think about yeah. it. Like if I had gone and gotten these five same items this one time at a trip to the mall or somewhere, probably would have spent several hours, a finding them, assuming I could find the same types of ones and that I, I knew what to get. Then there's the guesswork of, you know, is this really going to work for me? Is this the best option I can get? Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it would have taken, it would have been a day of my time trying to figure out these five items and to get exactly these and then five. The, and the money on alcohol you would have had to have after you went to the right. mall. Right. Yeah. Well, and just, so all you know, that and then I, I still feel like time's money, you know, with this whole yep. process, I spent 15 minutes on their website, filling out the forms, answering the questions, the questionnaire, whatever. And then I waited and a couple a few weeks later, the package arrived. I tried them all on in the comfort of my home. They fit great. Boom. Done. I go online. I pay the bill. I'm out. Uh, I'm done. I'll see you in three months. And yeah. Um, yeah. I'm okay with that. So again, I like the style. I like the the process. And um, yeah. Yeah. so again, I like the technology behind it in that they are using uh, artificial intelligence and algorithms to really do to some good things. In. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of data you provide them at the beginning and they absolutely use it to match you up with what I think is some pretty good selections. So, yeah. yeah. Good call. So that good is, I look forward to seeing you step your, Fashion game up now, even on the podcast, Alan. So on the podcast, I mean, we don't even. Well, we, dude, I mean, I'm seriously. recording these like you know, late at night, my time, Brian. Yeah. So I'm okay, a, can you can you put a shirt on next time? Is what no, I'm, I buy. Let's take. <laughs> <laughs> this this is my comfy time, Brian. Oh my I, gosh. I should be comfortable. So. Can you turn your camera off uh, for me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's uh, all right, uh, Alan. That was or, fun. Four good selections there. So we we had Gas Buddy from Brian, Credit Karma from me. Both of those websites and apps you can use. Gas Buddy is yep. an app, a website too. It's not just an app, is it? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I think I think so. Although I I know most people use. I, I know it is. You can sign up through the website, but yeah, I think. But I mean, the app, app is, is obviously the main way you'd use it because you're traveling sure. when you use it, right? Um, and then Credit Karma, you can use website or app there, yes. and then. Um, Mac we back. had our uh, Brian with the Magback line of cases and wallets, uh, magnetic yep. wallet and case, and then me with Stitch Fix for online shopping for clothes. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, more technology wow. to bring into your life. Some of them to help you save money. Some of them to help you spend it. So, amen. Okay. Yep. Good call. Yeah, it's good. Well, Brian, if anybody has had some experience with any of these four or would like to recommend maybe some other items that we should consider for a future Brothers in Tech suggestion, uh, what should they do? They should send us an email. And uh, you want to tell us what kind of clothes Alan should be wearing? Um, yes. Let us know at info at the mesh.tv. Uh, info at the mesh.tv. 
And I, and I just want to reiterate, if you have experiences with some of these that are not positive, we'd also like to know to make Absolutely. sure we can go back and readjust our yeah. uh, recommendation if there are things we don't know or should be aware well, of. So, And I think that's important to say too, Brian, because I mean, any of these services can evolve and change over time. They could change pricing models. They could do take away features, add features, whatever it may be. And that may may or may or may not improve that that service, especially like a website or an app or something like that. Right. So yes, we definitely want to stay on top of these. And if somebody starts to have bad experiences or we find out there's some negatives that we weren't aware of, we definitely want to be the one to communicate that back out. So please let us know if any of those apply in this situation. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up today for Brothers in Tech, our Brothers in Tech suggestions or bits episode for the month. We will be back uh, next week with some more tech talk. Again, family, home, personal technology, ways to improve your life, improve uh, your enjoyment of technology, um, and also to be a great resource for those of you that are serving as the IT person in your extended family. Uh, For Alan Jackson, Brian Jackson, signing off. We will talk to you next time. Thanks, Brian. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.